Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Friends, take a look at what's happening today in the beginning of chapter 12 in the Gospel of St. Luke. People were crowding together, so much so that they were trampling one another underfoot. Jesus is now surrounded by a crowd all the time. People who like to have many likes in their feeds have a sense of serotonin infusion <laughs> that says, oh my goodness, I'm liked. How about being in the middle of a crowd that is trampling one another underfoot because some of them want to really hear what Jesus has to say because they love him, they like him, they're impressed by him, they're, they're curious, all of these different emotions for why they want to come and be around him. Others fear him, others hate him, others are persecuting him, other, others want to create a trap for him, but it's a crowd and they're all coming and you can feel in that one verse the first verse of this chapter, that there's a kind of brewing of energy. And Jesus begins to speak. You can imagine that if there's a crowd, he might have raised his hand. He might have stopped. He might have looked around. I wonder how he made the crowd quiet down. Because if they're trampling one another, you can imagine the crowd is not necessarily peaceful. Jesus directs himself first to his disciples. So we know that he's speaking in a way that not everybody can hear. And what he's saying, beware of the leaven, the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. This is not something that is going to go well if there's any Pharisees in the crowd. And in chapter 11, how many times did he say, whoa, woe to the Pharisees, woe to the scribes of the law. He was saying they are making long lists of things for you to keep and they don't keep the actual heart of the law themselves. They only try to keep the letter of the law. Now Jesus is saying anything that is concealed will be revealed. Whatever is being said in darkness is going to be heard in the light. Whatever is said, said behind or whispered behind closed doors is going to be proclaimed on the housetops. And Jesus says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid in the marketplace, in the assembly when you are speaking truth and you find yourself persecuted because those that can kill the body can do no more. He's letting us know that our physical condition, our physical realm, our physical bodies, our physical experience is only one side of who we are. And we have another one, the spiritual, the one that you cannot see, the one that is invisible, the one that is eternal. I shall show you whom to fear. He says, be afraid of the one who after killing has the power to cast into Jehenna. I tell you, be afraid of that one. What does that mean? Our actions will be known one day. I used to tell my kids when they were little that we have this ongoing movie that is being recorded of our life. And at the end of our life, we're going to get to watch it and see how did we spend our time? Were we fruitful? Did we use our time wisely? Or 
did we not? And we will see that movie along with other people, the people we love, the people we didn't love, the people who loved us, the people who did not love us. All of us will get to see all the movies outside of place and time. And at that time, we will have an account of what we did. It's almost like Oscar time. Did we do well? Did we use our time well? Did we perform all that we could perform to the best of our abilities in the most loving way? Because at that time, there will be a judgment. And at that time, if we've used our life for evil in any way that is not repented knowingly, then we will be judged. And the one that has power to cast into Jehenna will do that. Jesus says, do not be afraid because you're worth so much. Even if you're persecuted and you look in the eyes of the world like you have no value because you're pretty much tossed aside, I love you. I defend you. I am about to die for you. That is what we hear Jesus say. He's saying it to his disciples in the middle of a crowd. Can you imagine that? It is not easy sometimes to hear within the context of the gospel where Jesus was saying these things and what was happening, the kind of drama that there must have been when people are shouting or they're trying to hear or they're maybe jeering when he's saying something about the Pharisees, the kind of smell of a crowd sweating around Jesus, the kind of dramatic closeness of people that want to hear, the pushing, the shoving. And Jesus, in the midst of that, stands up and says, be truthful, be brave, be courageous, you're loved. We get to do that today, right? We get to do this today in the crowds of social media where people gather in different ways. We get to do this in our workplaces, in our football stadiums, in, in concerts, when we are all gathered, airports, places of commerce where we encounter one another and where Jesus is still whispering to us and through us. I have the ability to take a trip and I have been discerning about going to this convention with a friend and whether it is the time to do it and whether I have the support to do it because my family members who usually help me are not going to be in town. But discerning and just feeling whether I should go or not I've been discerning, yes, I should go. And in that discernment, there's then logistics. But first is discerning, does God want me to go? And I'm not sure why. I don't know why I'm supposed to go on this trip, but I feel that I'm supposed to go. And all the reasons where I normally would be going for are, are falling through. They're not happening. And yet I feel like I am supposed to go. Psalm 32 gives us the answer. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. In the middle of a crowd that, that gathers around Jesus, he's still speaking of the joy of salvation. In the middle of my moment of discernment, I still have availability for the joy of salvation. In the first reading, we continue in the book of Romans, chapter 4, and we find one of these important verses. Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Faith is all that is needed for salvation. The, our ascent, just like Mary, she said yes, and in that vote of faith, act of faith, her fiat, everything else 
is a gift that is given to her with trials, with tribulations, with hardship, with an arrow piercing her heart. But it is purely her act of faith that makes the rest of the story possible. It is so with us when we give our fiat, when we give our yes to God in the middle of the crowd, in the middle of our, of our assembly, in time of trouble, the Lord then justifies us. The Lord then gives us his breastplate of righteousness. He covers us with his own breastplate and he covers our sins and doesn't record anymore any sinfulness that we have repented for. We have a great God that is ready to cover us in the crowd when those around us are coming in to question us or to persecute us. And it is to him that we turn in time of trouble. So let us go to the throne. Father, we acknowledge our sin to you in confessing our, our faults. You take away the guilt of our sin. Thank you. Thank you because you hear us, because you forgive us. We are glad in you, Father. We rejoice in you. We exalt our hearts because you've taken our faults away because you give us your breastplate of righteousness because in the middle of a crowd, you whisper to us, Jesus. You instruct us, Jesus. You protect us, Jesus, and we thank you. We thank you because you come before us because your kindness and your hope is our guide. And we ask for your protection, Father, in the name of your Son, for today and for every day, for our family and for ourselves, in the name of Jesus, amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.